Hey guys, so one thing that I'm trying to do is see how the audio sounds if I recorded um, from my phone. I think it's, um, I do like using uh, the microphone in the, you know, more professional setup, but I think sometimes I just like get overwhelmed by that. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's going to take some time. So I'm wondering, I might start uploading like these little short, uh, like episodes on the phone if they're not, if the audio quality is not too bad because it's easy for me to do that because I'm always on my phone, you know? Um, so like I said, I, I'm still, um, working on, you know, just life. <laughs> and, um, in, in terms of the research, it's, it's getting a little, um, um, I have to do it essentially. Um, and, uh, I think, you know, I've been learning some interesting things just to, um, share with you something. Um, you know, I, I think I told you how I'm going to talk about more of this like Creole identity in this sense of, in an in Anglophone context. And what does that mean? Essentially, like I, I'm going to, uh, you, you, you all will hear about, um, how it is often not, I guess, considered, right? Um, that Anglophone areas, regions are Creole, right? Um, we always hear of it and we naturally think of it in a, a, a French-based context. I think naturally when people hear uh, Creole as a language or whatever, uh, they're thinking of, you know, French-derived um, culture and stuff like that. And it's fair. I mean, that's just kind of, you know, growing up um, in New York, we often heard a language that was described as Creole and it was um, typically Haitian Creole, which we know is our most spoken uh, French-based Creole in the world, okay? And Haitian Creole is actually one of the, um, I believe, top uh, five languages uh, spoken in the United States. It's a, you know, it's actually quite interesting that uh, a lot of people don't know of the existence of this language, yet it's spoken by millions of people who are living in the United States. And I feel like that's odd, do you, do you not think so? Uh, that y you don't have to know necessarily how to speak it, but you know, I feel like if, if this is a language that you very well might come in contact with because it's one of the most spoken languages in your country, you at least wanna know that it exists. We're not even talking about oh, what does it sound like? We're talking about knowing that this language is a thing, right? A lot of people do not know that, right? Which I think is odd, okay? Um, obviously in hot centers, like if you're in New York and you're in Florida and you don't know what a Haitian Creole is, that's scary. I'm just gonna put it like that because there's such a, uh, a high, um, you know, a large demographic of Creole speakers that you it is odd that you would not even know that this language exists but you know something that i have realized is that a lot of people are kind of what i would say they don't know and they don't care to know they're not curious they're just like whatever and and that can be as simple as you know you see that people are speaking a language that you don't know and you you hear it and you hear it again you don't ever ask um 
anybody like, hey, what language is that? Or, or what, what are they speaking? Or what, you know, um, you just don't care to do so, which I think is a very, um, and I know that's a little bit of a controversial opinion, but we can't lie. Americans are known for being, you know, culturally ignorant and, and not just that, but I think it is a sort of like, there's not a desire to change that. I think a lot of Americans are actually very comfortable and even I would argue happy in that state of ignorance, right? Uh, and I, I had a, um, excuse me, I had a, a young lady, um, one of my friends from France saying that she thinks in her perception that uh, the French are actually like that. And she says that Americans are, they don't know, but they're at least curious and they'll ask you about your culture. Um I think I I think that that's true but I think there is some sort of um almost uh non-genuine type type of curiosity just um to I don't know like reinforce a sort of exoticness if that makes sense what I mean by that is a lot of people will um in, in this country I feel like they will not really care about the culture but they want to they're interested in something that they see is different and they want to kind of like for themselves they don't really care about what that difference is they just want to reinforce like oh this is exotic and and you know a lot of people I think they're very happy in like saying like oh yeah I um I met this person from this place and they can't tell you about what they learned about that place or about that person, but they just know that just to kind of like make themselves feel comfortable and make themselves feel a little bit more like they're being inclusive and not as, you know, discriminatory as they might, you know, other people might perceive them as and and I and I think that um, obviously doesn't apply to everyone, of course, right? But um, yeah, so I don't know how I got started talking about that, but oh yes, so the you know because of the fact that Haitian Creole and um, you know the French Creoles are pretty, um, they're around and stuff like that. A lot of people don't consider uh, really the English Creoles, of which there are many. Um, and a lot of these countries are very near the U.S. Um, many people have gone to these countries and still don't fully recognize that there is a Creole language spoken there. Um, for example, um, when I was in uh, Honduras, okay, Honduras, um, this summer, I was in uh, Roatan, right? And that is a... Um, an island, okay, you know, just off the coast of the mainland. And there, because they were once under British rule, their main language, even though they do speak Spanish like the rest of the country, they, um, I learned that they um, mainly speak English Creole. And I thought it was very interesting and very self-aware and, and great that they um, recognized that that was their language, right? And that's what they do, right? And I, I think even my family who went there and heard that, if you ask them about the language of Roatan, 
they probably cannot tell you. And I think there is a sort of, um, I, I, you can't remember everything about every person and every culture, but at the same time, I think it's important to um, just realize that this is a thing. Did you, you know, because I think, you know, if you would, if you've, you probably never really hear of this language, you would maybe remember it. And remember like, oh, wow, like I went to this place and the people in this place speak this language. I think that's a pretty like ba base level, you know, just like if I, I, you know, we went to Mexico as well. I, you know, I think a lot of people know like, oh, in Mexico, this language is Spanish. So it shouldn't be hard to realize that, okay, in Jamaica, the one of the main languages is English Creole. In Roatan, one of the main languages is English Creole. Okay, you Barbados, one of the main languages is English Creole. Okay, in the Gullah Geechee uh, region, one of the la main languages is English Creole. Okay, uh, and, and I think that's something that it shouldn't be that hard of a concept, but I think it is because a lot of people just, they're, they're not open to it. I think there has been in many of our lives like this notion of english being kind of like in this isolate like okay there's english and then there's everything else that's not english everything else is exotic everything else is different there's nothing similar and if anything is similar it's just a poor attempt at english which which is not appropriate right and i'm not saying that french hasn't done that but i think because of haiti's political uh, and you know, role and stuff like that in the past, you know, centuries, it has given a little bit of a um, sort of um, uh, a, a means by which Haiti could, you know, if they wanted to, in which they are doing as of recently, really promote that their language is Haitian Creole, okay? And that doesn't mean that their language is not French, okay? Um, French will always be a part of Haiti. Without French, there is no Haiti, quite frankly. And a lot of Haitians um, try to maybe not speak French or they're not maybe um, fond of it, but they have to realize French is their official language. Um, French is and has always held a undeniably important place in Haiti, and it seemingly always will. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say it necessarily always will, because what we are seeing is there is a push toward the Creole, which I think Haiti, I, I've mentioned, is the only place that I have uh, come across in my studies that is going in that direction, where they're starting to value the Creole more, and they're starting to... Um, do things that were once done always in French in Creole, which is interesting, right? Because usually it's the opposite. You look at other islands like, you know, places like Guadeloupe and Martinique, where they're becoming increasingly French, right? Or places like um, Louisiana, this has happened for quite some time, but also like a Dominique and a St. Lucia, where they're becoming um, not more French, but more Anglophone, right? I would argue. Um, but that's that. Uh, there are only a few places that really 
I would say, feel comfortable, really comfortable using Creole in 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 certain settings and using Creole in a, I would say, a neutral uh, a social setting that's neither very formal nor very informal. Okay, um, Haiti is one of those places. Mauritius is one of those places. I can't really speak to um, to Seychelles, um, but Seychelles is uh, they do have uh, Creole as one of their, um, you know, um, as their official language. It's the only country uh, in addition to Haiti. Uh, that has Creole as their official language, okay? Um, but yeah, so we're gonna de- we're definitely gonna talk more about that, and um, we're gonna talk more about just uh, the uh, you know, I, I, like I, I say, I'm currently reading about Jamaica as a um, as uh, in the context of Creole and the context of Creole culture and stuff like that. And um, I think there's a lot to understand. And when we talk about Creole, we're talking about that mixture of and and that definitely applies to a lot, a lot of people. Um, and so we can explore expanding the, the the Creole identity to more individuals. Right. Where in the case of Jamaica, you know, they had, um, you know, a migration, uh, um, you know, during the slave trade from Africa, people were taken over um and uh but eventually uh, many of these africans and their descendants began to readily adopt what we call western or you know anglo culture uh you know and and that's very important not obviously the language right um cuz in order to form jamaican patois or Jamaica, aka Jamaican Creole, you, you it's a English an English based Creole. So obviously you need people exposed, highly exposed to English for that to happen, and that's what happened, right? And um, we notice even things that it's not necessarily a racial thing. Where in the in my studies, uh, one of the um, we we had some uh, primary sources that identified that whites jamaican whites were speaking creole as well and they were also getting discriminated against by people who were as they put english educated who did not speak the creole you know so these people would come over from europe to jamaica and then you know meet maybe family or other white people and they would say wait a minute what the hell like why are you speaking like that um and and so that's very that's a very interesting observation um, that that happened, and I, I think you would expect that to happen if there were really that close of contact between the two groups, you know. Um, and um, we did have an intermediate uh, mixed race class in Jamaica as well. Um, you know, I think they noted that the mixed race class was most prominent in the urban areas of Jamaica. That's typically what we um, saw. Right. Um, and and I a lot a good amount of my family um, um, went through that in, um, you know, Louisiana, but also in uh, South Carolina, where we had Charleston, that was a, a very urban center. And so not only did it allow for mixed race people to have opportunities, but it allowed free um, people who were more so um, self-identifying as black to have those opportunities as well to work 
build wealth and create their own free identity that was maybe outside the context of slavery. It was hard to do that in the rural areas. So a lot of people did move to the um, the city, some of them very early and just stayed there for generations, as I saw in my family, um, members of my family um, who were in Charleston and New Orleans, respectively, for quite some time, okay? Um, but, you know, it's very interesting to see that we, we see that in Jamaica. They talked about language. They also talked about, like, religion as well. A lot of Jamaicans were converting um, to different forms of uh, Christianity. And also they spoke of, like, things, if you're familiar with the culture, like Obia, um, which is, you know, um, spiritual, uh, you know, religious practices and stuff like that. It's even worth noting in the context of, of other you know this is like things like voodoo for example in french we say voodoo uh those things are ve like a creole thing well okay voodoo exists in africa but how it exists in in the caribbean is a um is a mixture right of a mixture of of you know christian things okay be it catholic or protestant with the traditional african voodoo okay and um interestingly a lot of uh, uh, black people in the caribbean actually use that to kind of practice um you know voodoo like they use the christianity as a mass right so they would say oh well you know we're going to go you know do you know church or whatever you know um, do something or, or like pray to this person when they were really going amongst themselves and practicing, um, you know, their more traditional beliefs, right? Um, so I think that it's a very interesting opportunity to really consider these Anglophone um, places in terms of a Creole context, in terms of Creole identity, okay?